0: This is a special podcast produced on-site at ShishMed Connections 2022 annual conference. As we talk with keynote speakers and session leaders direct from the show floor, I'm Bill Klaproth. With me is Christine Albert, Chief Marketing and Experience Officer at LCMC Health. Christine, welcome.
1: Thanks. Excited to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Alan Shoebridge, we all know Alan. Come on. Associate Vice President, National Communication at Providence. Alan, great to see you as always.
2: Great to see you too. It's, It's awesome to be back here at ShishMed.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about this. Uh, You and Christine uh, were on a leadership roundtable guiding and developing teams during turbulent times. Have times been turbulent lately? I don't know, I haven't really noticed. Is that that a thing? So Christine, let me start with you. How do you foster team engagement, employee development while working in crisis mode?
1: Yeah, like you said, it's all calm waters. Nothing (laughs) to see here. Everything's good. Everything's good. (laughs) No, it's a great question. And good news is there's no one size fits all, but there are some concepts and some um, real intention behind both of those things that I think carry through in both the crisis times or sustained crisis times as well as kind of, quote, normal life. There is such a thing. As communicators and as marketing professionals, we spend our lives and careers communicating with others, spending a lot of time thinking about how do you reach certain audiences, how do you engage? And what I learned during this process as we think about engagement and also professional development for staff is you have to turn that same level of focus and intentionality on yourself, and it may scale up or down. So during a crisis or may be less time available, but there has to be a through line of that. So on the communication sides too, not, not neglecting to communicate frequently in a bunch of different ways with your teams, but especially during this moment, connecting on a personal level, So that means going beyond your staff meetings, your one-on-ones, your emails, the things that you have built into establish those comms networks and having more of a direct connect with the people who report to you and having that openness and understanding them so you know the name of their kids, their dogs, their hobbies, and you can sense what's happening with that person and kind of open or end your time together, whatever that may be with them, to have that, that kind of point of connection. And similarly, on an engagement perspective, the only way our professional development, we get better, is to learn and learn from others. So, Shushmed is a great example of that. Where if you're in a role, or for example, the last year you've been really heads down, there are still ways, and it may not be, may become an annual conference, but throughout the year there are nuggets of this podcast, of webinars, of other things. So, there's always a moment you can take, it might only be an hour. But being really intentional about having that plan for what you'd like to focus on, even if it's kind of small nuggets or breadcrumbs, having that consistency.
0: Right. And so when you're in crisis mode, it sounds like you can't let that communication fall by the wayside, where it seems like it would be really easy for that to fall by the wayside. You're
1: so busy focused on everyone else. Yeah. You like have
0: to force yourself. Okay. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Is that right? You really have got to get into that mindset.
1: And just like the consumers are trying to reach everyone hears things differently and through different channels so it works for some people doesn't work for others and you have to say it until you feel like you are you've said it a million times surely everyone has heard it and like nope but still reach someone so everyone will have that moment where they have that point of
0: connection right absolutely so alan what challenges do you face then due to the remote hybrid work model talk about that
2: yeah well you know that's the most probably contentious staffing issue for that we're going through, you know, not in terms of trying to retain and bring new people in, but really looking at the engagement of your group. We see it in all these different industries. There's a lot of kind of battle lines being drawn about people who want to bring everyone back and the employees aren't ready to come back and trying to find that middle ground. And so a lot of us are moving to hybrid situations where you bring people in a couple days a week or even, you know, a little less than that. But I think it starts with figuring out where your team stands. So if you're managing a remote team and you're going to have to bring them back, and that's a situation people are are facing, they might have to bring them back a couple days a week or or maybe even more frequently. I think as a a leader, you have to really assess that and see what kind of feelings your team has. And if you can build a system that works for the group, and I think the hybrid model is the most challenging. because. When everyone is in person, that's a fairly easy thing that we all know. When everyone's remote, you know, there are some challenges and Christine talked about the engagement. I think that's really important, especially when people are remote. If you're not seeing everyone all the time, it's hard to figure out someone's having a good day or a bad day or they need extra attention. So there is more that's required of leaders when the teams are remote, but the hybrid piece is sort of this messy middle of, well, if I'm gonna ask people to come back three days a week, is it all the same day? Is it different? Do you let people do their own schedule? there's a lot there to figure out, and I do think it starts with just assessing your team, what you wanna do, and I know for some people, it's not being asked to be everyone come back, so it's optional, and that takes a little bit of work too to figure out, are you just going to maybe alienate people who really like working remote? So I think it's a really precarious position for leaders to navigate through, because you could end up kind of isolating your team or making people angry about bringing people back too soon without the right reasons. you know, I know that's happening in every industry, but I, I see it in healthcare too.
0: Yeah, you have to be flexible as we grapple with retention, right? Christine, you probably know this too. What do we, we have to be flexible to keep our employees. So a lot of times that hybrid model is what they want. They want to, they want both. I want to stay at home and work. And I do want to come in sometimes So that. I understand what you're saying of kind of that messy middle, if you will. So Alan, how do you ensure then that you as a leader are positioned for personal career development and growth when we're all in this same crisis
2: mode? Well, yes, and I think a lot of it goes into carving out some time for yourself to learn. And that's the nice thing about everyone who's here at the conference this year is that they're taking some time out to invest in themselves. And I think that's important to encourage your team to do, but you need to do it for yourself. Leaders, we don't just stop learning because we've reached a certain plateau. You know, if we're 15 years in, oh, we're done. We don't have anything else to learn. It doesn't work like that. So invest the time in yourself. And I also just advise people, look at your social media profile, things like that. Are you, are you updated? If you had to make a change, is your experience updated? Is your resume updated? Just simple things like that. Not saying that anyone might be necessarily looking for a new role, but just put yourself in the right position in the development phase of it. Put yourself in the right position. If you had to make a career pivot, just don't, I guess, rest on your laurels. Don't think I'm done because I reached a certain level. You've got to continue developing yourself, just like you would tell a more junior person to do.
0: Absolutely. Christine, I love your thoughts on that. As a leader, how do you position yourself for continued growth when you're in crisis mode?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I totally agree with Alan is you have to not only focus on other people, but think also about yourself because you can only show up as a better leader if you're also making that investment in learning and growing and thinking differently. And a similar path too is always the kind of the say yes or looking for ways, ways you can do this in tangible, tactical ways. I would say one great thing about Shushman, being engaged and involved there, is there are lots of different ways to scale up or scale down, or I was actually chatting with Alan the other day. I've been with my organization for several years, for more than 10, and so there's also this moment of, although I haven't had a lot of changes outside of the organization or different experiences in that regard, I've been very specific about cultivating engagement, involvement, and participation in organizations like this, or boards in the community, so I'm still learning. So I'm learning, I'm on a finance committee and another board in the community, here in Shushman, and really engaged. So really just thinking about what are the gaps, what do I like to do, but also what do I need to learn how to do? And you don't have to tackle everything at once, so it could just be, this year is gonna be, here's my theme, and so sometimes I'll pick a theme, and a couple of activities and just put it on the Outlook calendar, which is what I live by. So if it's on the calendar, it's happening, I've got that time blocked, And it gets there and then it's kind of like found time and delighted, but just even that little exercise for myself ensures that it happens.
0: Yeah, that's a great tip and great thoughts about joining ShishMed and being a part of ShishMed and getting involved here and meeting people. That is really important for career development as well. So Christine, then let me say with you, what's the main lesson you've learned during the past 2.5 years?
1: So many, but you touched on it. I think the overarching theme is flexibility, and also maybe some humanity within that too, and just being kind to yourself. I think it's been an incredible time for the marketing and comms profession. All of a sudden, we had a different seat at the table when it came to COVID leading communications and response. We had that linchpin of how do you take experts and clinicians and uncertainty, all of these things, crisis, crisis management communications, and how do you make something of it that people need? They can access information, healthcare, when and how they need it. And so let's not like waste this moment of this found and learned new place, but also recognizing in that too, um, we all were dealing with things inside and outside of work. And so to be your best full self, you may need some flexibility. You may have this hybrid work schedule. There may be other things you need to be thinking about in your life. So I'm appreciating that as well as that, that lesson of flexibility and humanity as leaders and as people, because that's what's gonna bring that kind of engagement, fulfillment, and, and being your best self.
0: Yeah, there's a certain amount of self-awareness to understanding that, too. Would you, would you say that's right, understanding, hey, I need this, or I really need to pay attention to this, or I'm feeling this right now, so maybe I should do this? Is that right?
1: Exactly. And just recognizing everyone has lives and we're beings outside of just our work time or your screen time or whatever that may be. And I'm not sure we that was always as much on the forefront of the conversation prior to COVID and now it is and people have learned a new way of working and living and there's a lot of good to come out of that. So we don't don't want to lose the good.
0: Yeah, but uh, I like that. We don't want to lose the good. I like that. And I like the, also the flexibility and and uh, look for the humanity as well. And Alan, how about
2: you? Uh, tell us, what have you learned, experienced during the past two and a half years? Well, I'll reinforce something Christine said, which is communication is so key. And as a leader during COVID and, and with teams being remote and not seeing everyone as much for me, It just solidified that we need to communicate more and some of the things that we've done that came out of crisis mode like having you know regular stand-ups and things like that maybe we scaled it back a little but we've really kept them going and even simple things and i know lisa schiller mentioned this during our presentation i do it too you know i do a friday update to my team every friday and a lot of it is sharing some things that i want them to know or industry news or just giving them a perspective i include a kind of a reflection to wrap up the week and I think it's a big mistake if your team doesn't know what you as a leader value, have interest in, what you're doing. When I was coming to the conference, you know, I told the team where I was going and where I'd be and what they'd see from me and I think it's just a huge mistake if your team doesn't know as a leader what your sort of perspective is and then again, what you're doing and why. The worst thing you ever want someone to do is they, they ask you, hey, what's your, your boss or your department leader doing these days? And the person says, oh, I don't know. That is a huge miss. So, and, and it also gets, gives you opportunity to get feedback from them about what they find interesting, what they value hearing from you. That communication piece just has to continue. And again, I think we knew that before COVID, but COVID reinforced it. And we learned some good practices, I think during the last two and a half years that we're that were keep going.
0: So then I would imagine you debrief when you get back too. hey, I yes. was just here, here's what I learned, here's
2: some insight. Is that right? Absolutely. I always, you know, kind of put together a summary and share, and oftentimes I've done over the years, I've done, here's a couple of presentations that I really like, I share the slides, you know, I walk through some stuff and, you know, again, they learn. And I, again, I, I feel really strongly about learning and right now, not everyone can travel. You know, we have some restrictions on travel due to budget, but I'm able to come and, and bring things back to the team. And I think that's really valuable. Excellent.
0: I love that. So thank you for sharing that. One final question. Anything you'd like to add, Christine? Let me start with you about leadership during turbulent times. Anything you want to add?
1: Well, I think that as marketing and communications and strategy professionals, just by work, by virtue of what we do, no one's kind of better positioned to weather the storm. I know we'd rather not be in the midst of a crisis, but I think we're in that sweet spot of being able to understand, digest, distill, and move forward. And so I think that kind of, that's the culmination of what does it take to be good leaders, to navigate, to pull together information. And it changes every day. So that flexibility. So as we navigate these times, I think that's a skill set that maybe we had that we flexed in a much bigger way recently. But I think that's going to serve leaders and the profession well, going forward, that ability to adapt, to flex, and to support the organization and individuals.
0: And I'm sure you learned some things about yourself. Wow, we were able to do this. We were able to get through this. I found uh, used muscles I never had to use before to get through this. Is that right? It's, it's very true. And even during
1: one of the keynotes here, talking about kind of being the face of failure, or I'm calling that some are win, win some, learn some as well, but just this feeling of the confidence in your competence that you may not know how to do something, but that's not a reason not to do it or not to say yes, and being confident that you can figure it out. And so I think that for me as a leader is something coming out of this that I've learned, but I've also observed and learned in the people I lead as well.
0: Yeah, thank you. So Alan, the final thoughts from you when it comes to leadership during turbulent times.
2: I think you should just be authentic, number one, and then empathetic, number two. And you know, there's a lot of ambiguity during times of crisis or things we can't tell the entire team. But when you get questions, I I don't think you evade them or ignore them. You just answer what you can in in the most honest and authentic way. And then be empathetic for what people are going through and and trying to understand their situation. And, you know, as I've come into a couple of new leadership opportunities over the last year, I sat down with each person on the team, even the extended team, and I asked them, you know, what's working for you? What do you enjoy? Just try to get to know what they value. Don't make a lot of assumptions and, and understand their situation before you make judgments on it. So I, that's what I just incur. I think authenticity and, and being empathetic are so valuable right now.
0: Yeah, I love those are two great words, being authentic and then being empathetic is great. We, we need more empathy in the workplace. Or should I say even in the world today? Dare I say, is <laughs> I that true? Say can I say that? <laughs> I said it. We need more empathy in the world today. Christine, uh, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Oh, I enjoyed it. Thank you. And Alan, always great to see you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And make sure you sign up for this year's ShishMed virtual conference, October 12th, 2022, plus on demand through the end of the year. The virtual conference will feature access to 50 plus sessions recorded from the September in-person annual conference, plus all new live sessions. Just go to shishmed.org, that's S H S M D.org slash virtual, to learn more and to get registered. And please join us at the next Shishmed Connections Annual Conference, September 2023, in Chicago. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and find access to our full podcast library at shishmed.org slash podcasts. I'm Bill Klaproth. As always, thanks for listening.